Renee Zellweger stars as the legendary entertainer Judy Garland in Judy. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, and the movies get better. A show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Good to have you back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being a part of today's episode. If you are new, click that subscribe link to be notified of new episodes. There are several links in the show notes to help you with that. You can find me on Twitter every day discussing today's movie and many other movies. Reach out to me there. Say hello. You can find me at Ellis on Movies. So if you joined us last week, you know we discussed The Joker. It was a strong performance by Joaquin Phoenix, but ultimately a film that really served no point for me. Check out the last episode to hear why Joker was ultimately just okay. Today we are talking about Renee Zellweger in the lead role of Judy. After some financial and family struggles, in 1968, Julie Garland decided to take a gig in London with the promise it will take care of both the financial and the family issues when it's over. In the movie Judy, we learn that she never makes it back home to have that better life she always wanted. While in London, Garland battles with staying sober while still managing to charm the fans and put on a great show, at least for the most part. The movie celebrates the legendary voice of Judy Garland with brief flashbacks to her childhood's brutal life that she lost in the name of entertaining the public. The spotlight was big, and it came with consequences. Now, the movie Judy itself doesn't present anything groundbreaking. It's often cringy dialogue that doesn't help the movie. Despite a great performance by Zellweger, there's nothing else here for the other characters to do. Now, there's certainly nothing majorly wrong with this film. It sort of just exists. Judy the Film is based off an original stage play by called End of the Rainbow by Peter Quilter. Something that may have worked better on a stage, I assume. The screenplay was adapted by Tom Edge, who's known for a lot of TV writing, like The Crown. The writing is where things seem to be missing in this film for me. But let's be clear, Renee Zellweger does give a transformative performance as Judy Garland. Like Phoenix in The Joker, she lifts things off the paper that aren't there. She makes it better than it should be. She plays this self-destructive singer well, while still showing us why she is so self-destructive. You know, despite the weak performances by other supporting characters, which may not have actually been their fault, the movie is smart enough to let Zellberger take center stage and show up in every scene. Now, I should say, one of my favorite scenes that I really enjoyed involves around Garland meeting fans after a show. They end up at their apartment at the end of the night you know, and without spoilers, the word ally is used a few times and it really just works well. You know, on paper, it could have came off poorly and cheesy, but it really puts in perspective Judy Garland's role as an icon. As good as Zellweger is, it's hard to say she makes this film worth watching, but she does make it easier to get through. Her performance is much more layered than the film itself. It's an Oscar baby acting movie, and that could pique your interest enough to go see it. I wouldn't be surprised if she's nominated for something. But Zellweger can only charm so much. Ultimately, there's not much here to cling to. Judy's a movie to watch for historical sake, if you want to learn more about Garland and why she was so important. But if you want to be taken over the rainbow, 
this is not it. As you can tell, this doesn't change my best movies of the year so far list. I'm going to do a re- quick recap of the top three, and we'll dig in deeper in the next episode. Number three, Booksmart. Number two, Farewell. And number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. These three are essentially a dead heat. You know, ask me another day and I'll probably change the order around. Either way, you can't go wrong. Essentially, we're splitting hairs between great movies. But I gave the number one spot to Tarantino because of all the elements he has to come up with for big production movies like this. Great visuals, beautiful shots, top-notch performances all around, and many other elements that may keep this movie around for a while, and maybe even Oscar talk. But we'll see. It's too early for that discussion now, but it's coming. Thanks again for being a part of today's episode. I appreciate you making this part of your podcast routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. If you haven't yet, leave me a comment in Apple Podcasts or however you are listening. I'd love to hear from you. Reviews and stars are always helpful. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Join the discussion online and let's talk about more movies. You can find me on ellisonmovies.com. And as I mentioned, you can always find me on Twitter at ellisonmovies. I look forward to the next episode and hearing from you. But until then, I'll see you in the theater. (laughs) 